Welcome to the God of Wonders radio program in part two of the message entitled Loving God in Deed and Truth. Kruva Stephen shares with us on how we can walk closely with the Holy Spirit by shutting out all other voices and focusing on that one voice that matters. Let's listen. But Ruth, you know, her heart, that's how our heart should be. Our, our heart shouldn't be on, okay, what am I going to get? Ruth went with Naomi because she loved Naomi. We should go after Jesus because we love Jesus. Not because of what we are going to get from Him. Even though because He loves us, everything that belongs to Him will belong to us. But our primary motivation should be, I love the Lord. And our actions should be shown. Our love for the Lord should be shown in our actions. So we love the Lord not only in our words, but in our deeds. And in truth. By showing the Lord, Lord, this is how I love you. And this is how Ruth showed her love for Naomi, like she followed her, and she went with her. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Is that the one, Second Corinthians 11, 22 onwards? Yes, Lord, yes. Are, are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measures, in prisons more frequent, in deaths of of the Jews five times received I forty stripes save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. In weariness and faithfulness, in watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Beside those things that are without that which comes upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is offended and I burn not? If I must needs glory, I will glory of the things which concern my, my infirmities. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. In Damascus, the governor under Eritas the king kept the city of the Damascenes with a garrison, desirous to apprehend me, and threw a window in a basket, was I let down by the wall and escaped his hands. In this chapter we see all the sufferings of Paul, you know, how much he suffered, he was beaten, and the last verse says that he was like hunted. You know, and how the Lord had him escape. So he, he went through hunger, pain, beatings and, and everything. And loneliness. And he was hunted for his life. But if you read the next chapter, we will we'll see the glorious things. You know, how Paul, you know, received visions of the Lord, visitations from God. And, and in another chapter, we'll say how people got healed from even... Uh, his share in uh, handkerchiefs, you know, from his body, and God did like mighty signs and wonders through Paul. But without suffering, we cannot expect anything from the Lord because it goes hand in hand. So we need to know, okay, these are the things I may have to go through. These are the things because we are in a war. So when we know that, it's not going to be a surprise. We will know, okay, this is the cost. We may have to go to the unknown. But one thing we'll know is that the Lord is with us. And we, as long as we follow, and this is what we're going to see, her relationship with Naomi. 
what actually caused Ruth to go into the land that she did not know was her relationship with Naomi. And I was telling you how the Lord showed me, like how, the, how Naomi, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes when uh, we hear messages, we can say Naomi is a type of Christ. But in this, what the Lord showed me, there's another angle. But Naomi is a type of the Holy Spirit, where her relationship with Naomi was like so close that she followed exactly what Naomi told her to do. And if we read the following chapter, we will see how she goes. She was not idle, but she goes into the place where she had to go to glean you know, the grains. And then she comes back and she tells Naomi, that's in chapter 2 of Ruth, that she goes and she speaks, tells the mother-in-law. And even before going there, she's asking, Naomi, can I go? Can I go and do this? So that, that's how our life has to be. That's what the Holy Spirit was showing Every step of the way, we have to consult with the Lord. Lord, can I go? Can I do this? What, what do you tell me, Lord? What are you telling me now? Can I do this or not? Can I go to this place or not? Can I start this or not? And then what happens is, you, you know, keep reading. Further down, you will see, Naomi will give her detailed plan. Like you go... You do this, you go to this field, he's your near, nearest kinsman, don't go anywhere else, you know, stay here, you know, and go approach him this way, you know, and she follows everything. And when, we, when you further um, read that chapter and the third chapter, you will see twice it will be written that, you know, and Ruth did exactly what her mother-in-law told her to do, Naomi told her to do. And that's what the Lord was emphasizing, he said, the reason why there were a lot of people who were collecting, you know, gleaning from the field. He had, Boaz had servants in the field. You know, they had, you know, other people in the field. Ruth also went to his field, but she never stayed. She was not satisfied. If she would have just gleaned every day, gone just to the field, she could have just gleaned, you know, some grains and she would have came home and she would have had food to eat. But because of her relationship with Naomi, Naomi was not content. She was not just content with, okay, you're getting food, I'm getting food, I'm okay. She was concerned about the welfare of Ruth. The same way the Spirit of the Lord is with us, and when we continuously lean on the Holy Spirit, completely depend on the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, you show me what to do. You teach me what to do. I will do everything. See, that's the key. The key is when the Lord tells us to do something, we do it exactly. That is the thing. Sometimes, imagine Ruth did partially. Imagine she just went to Boaz's field. Imagine she took, you know, some of the grain that she had to take and she just came home. She didn't go and do the whole thing that Naomi told her to do. She wouldn't have received the blessing. But Ruth followed exactly what the Lord told her to do. And two things we see in this chapter is one is her relationship with her mother-in-law. Secondly, she didn't say, okay, I know my mother-in-law well. I don't have to do everything that she's telling me to do. Sometimes we get so familiar, we get very relaxed, and we don't fully obey. She fully trusted Naomi, and she knew she's telling it for her good. The same thing with us. When we know who the Holy Spirit is, when we know that the Spirit of the Lord is telling us to do certain things, it is for our good, and He knows the end from the beginning. The plan of God will never go wrong in our lives. When we follow the voice of God, exactly what God tells us to do, 
even if we have to go to an unknown place even if we have to leave everything that we know the lord will establish us god will settle us god will see to us but the journey will not be very comfortable but the destination will be glorious that's what the lord was speaking you know to us about our eyes should be on the spirit of god our association with the lord how much time do we spend with the lord i know like ruth did not get attached to naomi just casually she was with naomi while she was grinding she was with naomi while she was washing she was with naomi all the time mm-hmm. and that's how that relationship built we can't just say like hi naomi <laughs> and then she's not going to say you know i'm going to go with you your god is going to be my god your people no that was that close bonding that occurred the same way with us with the lord it will not like happen overnight but every day as we spend time with the lord no matter what we go through we know who the lord is and only the spirit of the lord can reveal to us what is pleasing to the lord only the spirit of the lord will reveal to us how to get to the heart of boaz only naomi knew exactly what ruth had to do ruth even if you think she was the smartest person she wouldn't have accomplished this by herself so with us the same way we can have like a lot of experience in a field we can have a lot of experience um even reading the bible but it's only the holy spirit who can reveal to us the secrets of the kingdom of god from his word just reading it is not going to open but our relationship with the lord our obedience to the lord our love for the lord the more time we spend with the lord the more close our relationship will be with the lord the more the spirit of the lord will reveal to us naomi was also able to trust ruth to tell her to do certain things knowing that she will do exactly and that she won't ruin naomi's name to tell her to go into boaz's field and do what she told her to do so the lord should be able to trust us the more we obey the more god will trust us the more we obey the lord will reveal to us more and that's how ruth was able to get to the heart of boaz that's how she was able to become she was able to inherit she actually became the owner of everything by marrying boaz for us what it means is we want to inherit everything that god wants us to have god has everything god has everything laid out for us but if we want to inherit everything god wants us to have we must look at the cost without knowing the cost we cannot ruth did not ruth was not like a little baby like who just went after her. naomi she was an adult she exactly knew what she was risking her life for what she was doing what what choice she was making the same thing is with us a lot of times when people people just say okay come to jesus jesus will give you everything but they don't know the cost without knowing the cost we cannot fully follow christ and halfway through we can all fall but if we know the cost if we know just like the army if we know this is what we are getting ourselves into we will know no matter what it is no matter who likes us who does not like us who speaks good about us who speaks bad about us whether we have food today no food tomorrow in every circumstance just like apostle paul we'll be able to glory because we are suffering for the king of kings and the lord of lords and the lord will never leave us just like that the promise of jesus is very true when he says he who leaves his father his mother his land everything he will get hundredfold with persecution because we are following jesus we are in this world as strangers and pilgrims we will always get persecuted 
just as Jesus. But he says he will give us hundredfold in this life and in the world to come. That's a very glorious thing. Everything is temporary. What people work for every day, night and day, is temporary. What Bill Gates worked for is temporary. What um, Steve Jobs worked for is temporary. He didn't take anything with him. He's the most um, scariest place to be after. But what we are doing now, what we are facing for the Lord, when we work for His kingdom, because of our love for Jesus, is eternal. Because in this world and in the world to come, what God has promised to give us is God Himself. We have, we will inherit our eternal bowels, which is the Lord. He will be with us. And that's when signs and wonders will start happening. When we say, Lord, I want you, I will follow you at all costs. That's when he will come to confirm his word through signs and wonders. That's what happened with Apostle Paul. That's what happened with Ruth. When she said, your God will be my God. Your people, my people. If you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus, when he was preaching one day, he had all the people. All of a sudden, you know, somebody came and said, look, your mom and your brothers, they're waiting. What do you think somebody would have done? They would have said, hold on everybody, <laughs> let me go say hello to them. But you know what Jesus said? Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Who are my sisters? And he pointed to the people who sat there who heard the word of God. He said, they who do the will of the Father, who listen and who obey, they are my mothers, they are my brothers, they are my sisters. So God is saying that when we follow the Lord, we don't have to run. We don't have to run after people. We do what God wants us to do. God gives us, God gives us godly mothers. God gives us godly brothers. God gives us godly sisters. He gives us godly family. But you know what? When we keep doing God's will, God never lets our family behind. We see on the day of Pentecost, Jesus' mother was there. Jesus' brother was there. Jesus' family was there. Even though they didn't follow him when he was, this world, Jesus' brothers, they were there. So our, our job is to faithfully follow the Spirit of the Lord, His guidance. Where He wants us to be. Lord, where you will be, I will be. Where your people are. Those are my people. Your God is my God. Just like Ruth said. Where you will stay, I will stay. Where you're going to die, that's where I'm going to die. That's where we say, where Jesus will be, that's where I want to be. That, that's where we have to come to. Lord, if you're going to be in one place, that's where I want to be. Lord, where you're going to go, I'm going to follow. Lord, if this is what you want me to do, that's what I will do. So, tonight what God is speaking to us is, do we, have we really counted the cost of following Him? The cost of true discipleship? What it really costs us when we have to follow the Lord? And the reward that comes through following God. There's a balance like we pay the price and we reap the reward so the reward really outweighs our price our price is like if you look at even what Jesus said it outweighs because hundredfold he's giving in this world and in the world to come that really far outweighs our price but what Satan will do is he'll always like make us focus on zoom in on oh look at the price oh look, look what you have to go through look this person doesn't like you look that we have to learn to say in our lives, like, so what? <laughs> this person doesn't like, so what? 
That person doesn't like, so what? Does the Lord love me? Am I following the Lord? Am I being faithful to the Lord? That matters the most. In everything else, God will turn around. God himself will turn around. Because he sees, when God's word says, if a man's ways pleases the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. So when we follow the Lord, God will take care of everything. Not everybody will love us. Not everybody loved Jesus. Even though he was the most lovable person on earth when he lived. So we cannot expect. Sometimes like we may try to reason with myself. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong that they are doing this to me? Why did they have to do this? I didn't say anything bad. Just because of following Jesus, why are they hating me? That is because we are in the light and they are not. That is because we have Jesus and they do not have. They have Satan. So there is always a war between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. We just have to settle that in us. So when people hate us, we don't have to think, why are they hating us? Why are they not talking like before? Why are they pers- That is part of the package of persecution. Even though our package is much milder than, you know, in Iran, in North India, in Pakistan, you know, where a woman who has five children, she's in jail with death sentence in a small cell where she can't even fully stretch out her hand, filthy condition where she can't breathe properly, She's there because she said Jesus is God. And we have people, you know, even in Iran, China, Vietnam, so many people, men and women who are being tortured, you know, their fingernails pulled, their hair pulled, tied upside down, beaten every day, given medication to change their minds, their brains, and affect their health and all those things. And I, I read a couple of days ago, another man in Iran, he's 40, uh, 42 years old. He was beaten so bad, they said his leg is like broken and, and his foot is like so damaged that he cannot even, you know, walk. Every day they're beating him. Every day they give electric shock and all those things. But for us, God has put us in a different situation. So like we have more in our hands. More to give to the Lord. They're going through severe persecution. You know, for us, there's a different path God has for us. We don't know down the road where we'll go through that or not. But we have to be strong where we are, where God can strengthen us more and more. And our focus has to be, Lord, I want to spend more time with you. I want to listen more to you. That relationship that Ruth had with Naomi. Lord, I want to have that with you. It's because it's not a normal thing, you know. You, it's very rare for us to hear a daughter-in-law being so affectionate with a mother-in-law. Usually like, it's like, it's like beyond normal circumstance. Everywhere like you have problems. You know, so this is like very extraordinary because of the relationship, you know, in Naomi and Ruth. And so, that's the divine principle that the Lord is showing to us. Of our relationship with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. The secret of, a, you know, a secret um, of a Christian to live a victorious, overcoming uh, triumphant life is the relationship with the Holy Spirit. The closer we are with the Spirit of the Lord, the stronger we'll get, the more stable we'll be. We won't be affected by anybody's talk. We won't be affected by whether we have electricity today, no electricity tomorrow, whether you know we have. We'll be like Apostle Paul. When I was in um, you know, college, my professor said, he, he was, he was, he's still an atheist, he said, he's a Jewish atheist. So he said, um, one thing about Apostle Paul is 
he was an iron man he said nothing could bend him no matter how much he said this guy went through so much but couldn't move him that was because of his relationship with the lord he was whether in prison whether in bondage you know whatever happened to him the spirit of the lord was speaking to him his close contact with the holy spirit that's why like you know you beat him to death next minute he'll be like outside preaching that's not a normal thing that's the supernatural grace of god strength of god that actually quickens him that doesn't mean he doesn't feel any pain but that's where god's grace comes through so for us like we have to like keep our mind very focused because a lot of times satan will bring like small things he'll zoom on that and make that look big and see what what's wrong why is this happening this way you know we have to like train ourselves to say even if the whole world will hate us if i follow jesus that's enough for me and we can be guaranteed that god has just like he said in his word to elijah he has his people god has his people who has not bowed down their legs you know their knees to bear who is faithful you know who are faithful to god has we don't have a huge number we may not see them everywhere but god has his people so we shouldn't feel alone thinking that you know i'm the only one going through this i'm the only one the lord said you're not the only one there are a lot of people going through much more you know and we have to take comfort in that because the more we go through the more stronger we get it's like exercise the more you exercise the more it hurts you know the more the muscle is building you know so same thing with the lord without pain you don't get the reward you know same principle we need to know just like with exercise how we know i'm doing this because i'm going to get this so we need to know with the lord i'm doing this because i love the lord and i'm in a war and i'm doing this because i belong to him and i'm in his kingdom and i'm in the war and god has promised this even jesus for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross so for us we have the joy that is set before us which is the lord himself with him we possess everything so we need to like keep that in our minds and say lord that's what we're going to pray tonight lord i want to be like ruth lord i want to love you passionately like ruth lord i want to follow you faithfully like ruth lord i want to obey you like ruth lord i want to have that close relationship that ruth had with naomi i want to have that relationship with the holy spirit lord give me grace you know the beautiful thing with the lord is we can go ask the lord Lord give me grace to obey you. God won't say why are you coming and asking me grace to obey me you have to obey no. We can say Lord give me grace to obey you. Lord give me grace to follow you. Lord give me grace to listen to you. Lord give me grace to even love you. Give me grace to love you more. Give me grace to pray to you more. Give me grace to walk with you more. And you know God delights in such kind of prayer because it falls in line with the Lord's will because he wants us he loves us and he wants us to love him. So we're going to ask the Lord tonight, Lord, bless me. That's the prayer we're going to say, Lord, bless me. Our blessing is not for ourselves. We're going to say, Lord, bless me so that I can be a blessing to you. Lord, bless me so I'll follow you till the end. Lord, bless me so I can go with you wherever you go. Lord, bless me so I can stay with you wherever you stay. Lord, bless me so I can do everything that you want me to do. That's the most blessed life. It's to live a life like the life of Ruth. That closeness that she had with the mother-in-law, the same closeness we need to have with the spirit of God. 
and he will reveal to us the father's heart and he will reveal to us how to receive our eternal inheritance how we can receive everything from the lord and be effective in god's kingdom god will make us what he wants us to be and then in our ministry we can be like paul if we suffer with him we will reign with him so we can be like paul god can use us like paul and god can use us whatever ministry god has in his mind for us each one of us that will be fulfilled provided we walk closer to the lord so we need to ask every day lord i want to follow you i want to follow you lord you be my god each one of us all of us actually basically are like ruth we have left our old life and we are following the lord but we have to be like very keen to say lord wherever you go i will go not partially people come like halfway and they leave like orpa she said lord i will go with you lot of tears orpa had lots of tears she cried and she even kissed her mother-in-law and she went back so there are a lot of people in the christian world they have lot of tears say god i want to follow you god i want to do this lord i will do that but just like we read in our key text says we should not only love in word but indeed that is our action our action has to show what we say action should match our words that's what faith is true faith is it will show what we are speaking just like we confess with our mouth we believe in our heart we confess with our mouth that god raised jesus from the dead then we get saved just like that what we believe in our heart what we say should match our actions that's how we are telling the lord lord i love you so we're going to pray now and we're going to ask the lord lord let my life be pleasing to you let my words show not only my words but my deeds show that i love you leaving everything behind so that we may follow the living god dear friends have you done that ruth did and she found a joy that was unspeakable she would have never dreamed all that god had planned for her and purposed from all eternity past so it is with you and me when we come to god and we leave our own plans our own desires our own comfort zone and take the path that christ has laid out for us we will inherit glory blessed be the name of the lord let's pray Gracious heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for thy goodness, your exceeding great kindness, your wonderful and amazing plan that you have for our lives. Lord, you want to take us higher than our greatest expectations, because you are the most high. Dear God, help us to leave everything behind that we can focus on you. You are the true treasure, O oh Jesus. You are the one that is fairer than 10,000, the bright and morning star. the lily of the valley god help us to love you with all our heart mind soul and strength lord that we may know your love and grow in your grace daily as we walk in this adventure of a life of godliness thank you father be with our listeners speak to their hearts even through your word grip their conscience 
that they may live a life worthy of your great name. May they know the joy of Jesus Christ. May they know the victory in the Spirit of God. We thank you, God. Deliver them from the addictions that are enslaving many of them. I curse in the name of Jesus all of the addictions, the demonic oppression that's upon the lives of those dear listeners. I curse you, Satan, come against you and defy you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Leave those people. Father, by your Holy Spirit, draw them. Draw them close to you that they may have life and that more abundantly, O Lord. Bless their finances, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. Dear friends, you may log on to our website at www.elbethelinternationalministries.org to find more information of how you may be assisted. We thank God for your company tonight and do pray that God would keep you throughout this whole week. Until we meet again, may God richly bless you.